0: Well, hello. Welcome to In The Growth Space. My name is David. I'm your host, and um, I'm really grateful that you're here with me today. You know, if you are a subscriber or you've listened regularly, you probably recognize that uh, we missed a couple of episodes, and um, the real reason for that is that I got behind. <laughs> um, we we had our Inner Circle Summit um, a week ago, as I'm recording this, uh, so November 30th of 2023, um, we 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 had our we held our inner circle summit, had a lot of our inner circle members um, come to the event, and um, just the lead up to that was uh, just a lot, and we had a lot of. Uh, things that we needed to get done. And um, so we missed a couple of episodes, but I hope that you, uh, if you're, if you haven't subscribed yet, that you will subscribe uh, because we've got some great episodes uh, coming up and I'll tell you more about those here at the end of this episode. I kind of share with you uh, who we've got uh, lined up because it's some really good conversations coming, but I thought what I would do today is just share with you a, a couple of thoughts, a Couple of topics that they're really kind of interrelated. Um, one is just um, related to the summit and some of the things that we did this year uh, that we experimented with and we we tried some new things and we we changed things up from the way we've done them in the past and 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 really that's related to um, the theme of the summit where this this theme was um, loving your life and your leadership. And, and really that less is more. So less is more was really our, our, our theme. And so um, I'm going to talk a little bit about both of those things here today and, and share with you some thoughts on creating a life that you really love, because I think that for those of the members who came, um, it was an important topic and it was something that they were able to um, really dive into along with the other members, as we created a a mastermind or an inner circle experience. So um, the first thought that I would share with you kind of a behind the scenes um, from the inner circle summit was that we, we, we experimented with a new venue. So because we had a theme of less is more, um, we wanted to kind of create this different kind of environment. And so I was looking for a venue that would do that. And we ended up at a place called Camp Conaqui Spencer. It's a, it's a YMCA camp, but they have this beautiful, absolutely beautiful dining hall that has really state-of-the-art AV equipment, uh, had, you know, d- dropped down um, screen for, for our uh, visuals. Uh, had a, you know, a great Bluetooth so that we could connect up and, and, and uh, have our, our playlist and our music for all of the different sessions that we held. And so that venue really matched the idea of less is more. Um, we, we also um, wanted to just change things up because we had been at our other venue for um, really three years. The, the, we've, we've been doing, this was our fifth year for the summit um, but we the, the, in 2020, obviously it was a virtual event. And so we didn't have a venue. Um, and, and it's so great to be able to be together again. I just have to say, you know, just being able to see people face to face in the 3D world was, was so great. Um, and now, this is our, our, obviously our third, uh, 21, 22, and 23. Yeah, our third year um, that we were able to be back in person. So we just wanted to sw- switch some things up. Um, nothing was wrong with our, our previous venue, it was really great. Um, but we, we wanted to kind of match this less is more and, and also I, I wanted to really create an environment where it felt like a a retreat. And so this this particular place did just that. It was it was a great it was out a little bit farther. Um, I was something that I was a little bit concerned about. But at the end of the day, um, everybody made it, and I think uh, that it really matched the, the, the theme really well. So the other thing that we experimented with was how we marketed the event outside of our inner circle members. Um, this year, we exclusively created just referrals, and, 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 and it, we, we marketed it through our members, and um, we essentially created a leadership team where we highlighted them and their leadership and their experience and their their membership in the inner circle groups, and we then um, had outside members who or outside people who wanted to to come to the event, uh, either contact them or contact me, and um, that particular experiment actually worked pretty well because what it did is it, it created this sense of exclusivity. And it, that, that was really on purpose because while we do want to have new members get exposed to what the inner circle is all about and, and what, what that can do for them and to come to an event like this, we also wanted to be very careful about curating who came so that um, those people who came um, were really a good fit and who also may be a, a good fit for uh, one of our inner circle groups. So um, that was an experiment. Um, will we do it again that same way next time? I don't know. Um, we're actually in the process of thinking about whether this summit will go on as it is. Uh, we, we may do some different things. Uh, we may do more retreats, uh, more specialized um, summits or, or uh, events that are in person. Um, so there's just a lot of things that we're, we're thinking into as we move into 2024. The one thing I know that we will consider for next year is adjusting the time of year that we have it. It's always been a great way to be able to kind of conclude a year, especially for our emerging leader group. We have an emerging leader inner circle group that starts in January, goes through the entire year, and then typically what we've been doing is we've been ending that with our summit as we come together, because all through the year it's virtual, but then we come together in person in December. Um, this year it happened to be just a little bit earlier, so we were in November still. But um, I think we're going to change the time of year so that we can create more space for perhaps more people to come. And um, so anyway, that's, that's one aspect that we're, we're thinking about. But we also changed up the format this year and the format in years past has been where we have had uh, speakers come in and multitude of speakers, um, five or six speakers. And this year we, we had really more facilitators. So we had myself, we had uh, Kimberly Hamrick, who's been a, a collaboration partner with, my, with, with me um, in the Emerging Leader Group and also the Advancing Leader Group. Um, for a, a number of years. We had Andy Hall um, for all the way from the the United Kingdom. Um, so he came and, and facilitated a session. And then we also had uh, Karen Fasulo who facilitated a session with with Breathwork. So the one thing that we wanted to be able to do though this year is not only um, have fewer speakers or, or facilitators, but then also have a, a lot more interaction with with and among the attendees. So less of the idea of this sage on the stage and more of the the guide on the side. Uh, and, 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 and so being able to facilitate an event like that was very important and intentional because there's so much value in unlocking the wisdom of a group, unlocking the wisdom of of a collective group of people. And there's really an art to that as well. And so um, we wanted people to be able to experience that, to be be able to experience learning from others. One of the things that we did um, at the event is we created um, an experience where they could experience an inner circle session or a mastermind type of a session, and that was really a, very intentional. And we wanted to be able to allow pe- more people to to be able to experience that because sometimes you can explain what it's like, um, but you can't you, you can't really know what it's like. Until you're you're into it and and you're you you actually experience it, especially from the the perspective of uh, what Napoleon Hill calls the third mind, and and, and Andy Hall was really um, capable of of uh, sharing and explaining what that was like and what that was uh, all about uh, as he talked about the value of a mastermind and how you curate um, the the your group. So. How did I come up with the theme of less is more? Um, I, you know, one of the things that um, led me to that theme was just taking a sabbatical this year. Uh, I took uh, the month of July off, and um, I, I, I have often said or shared with others that um, the less is more uh, theme was really coming from my sabbatical musings, my my thinking, my my journaling, and. Um, Frankly, it was a personal growth area for me in learning to slow down, um, learning to be a little bit more—not a little bit more, a lot more intentional—with with my energy, with my my calendar management, with my my time investment. All of those things um, I, were some lessons that I've learned in taking a sabbatical, um, and 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 I think that too often times um, leaders aren't willing to slow down and take their foot off the gas pedal. I, I know I'm not, uh, I, I, I haven't been in the past. I've seen the value of it now. And my uh, 2024 sabbatical is already on the calendar. And um, I'm really looking forward to that time off, that time away. And and actually some, some things that I even learned in my sabbatical this year were that I needed to stop putting all of these expectations even on my sabbatical, because I had a, a, an idea of what I wanted to accomplish for my sabbatical. I had uh, things that at the end, I wanted to be able to see and, 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 and have from it. Um, this year, I think less so. I think what I'm gonna do is really just be able to just enjoy the time away and, and um, spend more time um, just being, um, more time hiking, getting outside, um, just enjoying life, enjoying some of the things that I I like to do um, outside of work, and so going back to the theme of of less is more, um, I really felt uh, that if if I am going to be more intentional or if I'm going to be more purposeful and and have meaning, I need to really focus um, in this next season of my life. And and so the this idea of less is more really emerged, and I, I think that it's a lesson that I'm probably still learning. To be very honest, um, not only just lessons with my my calendar, um, lessons with my relationships, with my um, my my tasks, <laughs> my goals. Um, I'm, I'm looking at my goals for 2024 uh, over the next few weeks, and as I think about those, and as I as I Probably put them up on either um, my my dry erase wall here in my office, um, or on my my goal sheet in my uh, full focus planner. As I think about them, I'm going to have to just not have to. I'm I'm going to um, reduce those to about three or maybe even four goals for the year. Um, what I found is that when I focus on one goal every quarter, uh, it gives me a lot more uh, capability to. Get the things done that are really important. And it, it, one of the learnings that I've had this year, uh, quite frankly, is uh, from the Benjamin Hardy book, uh, 10x is easier than 2x. And I'm still grappling with some of the concepts that are in that book. I'm I'm actually rereading it um, right now and thinking about how do I get rid of the 80% that would just take me to 2x. And, and really focus on the 20% of, of activities that will drive the results that will get me where I want to go, the, the, the 10x results that I that I want to have. And so um, that really even leads me to thinking about creating a life that I love, creating a life that you love. And um, I, I, as I said before, I think so many times leaders don't get off the hamster wheel or don't take their, their, their foot off the gas because they think they have to continually be pushing, continually be, be moving forward. And frankly, one of the things that I've learned is that that's not the case. Um, you, you have to be able to take your foot off the gas. You have to be able to, to really put it in neutral and allow yourself to dream dreams and, 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 and allow your imagination to, to engage. And so, I think for me, one of the things that uh, I've seen in a lot of leaders is not being able to define success and not being able to define what a life that they love looks like. Um, you know, a lot of leaders it's hard because they've 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 been programmed one way, and they 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 think that um, it's it's not healthy to take time for themselves. But in at the end of the day it's more than healthy it's it's actually required for for people who have really created a life that they love um it's it's super important you know i i just reminds me of uh, a session that i did for a group of leaders uh, this week um and 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 that one of the leaders in this group talked about moving into a new season of their life and um they quite frankly hadn't thought about what success looked like for them and um, they were going to have to take some time to think into that. And so I, I, I shared with them some, some thoughts on how to do that. And, and so I guess I'll share those with you right now um, because creating a life that you love, I, I think, you know, of, of, of all the things that we do, to love our life and to really enjoy where we're at and what we're doing is so important. Um, so how do you begin dreaming again? or maybe how do you begin dreaming for the first time in a long time? So I'm going to share a couple of thoughts with you, um, about that. So how do you create a life you love? You know, how do you begin dreaming again? Um, or, or dreaming again for the first time in a long time, if you haven't done that for a while, you know, I, I, I know that as adults, we tend to let our imagination get kind of put in the shelf and, and put, Put in the corner, and and we don't get to use that um, quite as much as as adults. But let me just have you kind of do a thought experience experiment. And essentially, what I'd love for you to do is just kind of think about a moment in your life. Think about you know your experiences in your life that have brought you fulfillment and they've brought you joy, and 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 kind of think back on some of those. One of the ways that I will often um, do this or bring this exercise to life um, for our inner circle members is something called the timeline exercise. And so, if you can get a piece of paper out, um, or you know, I, I, I've done it on my, my dry erase wall. So, if you have a dry erase board, this is a great place to do it because you can create a timeline. So, if you create a timeline, start from your age of zero, you're born here age five, 10, 15, just kind of segment that line every five years. So five, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, and so forth and so on. I won't get, keep going <laughs> to, to age 60 or, or beyond. Uh, but if you're there, hey, keep, keep going. You know, every five years, just segment those, those, those years and that, that line. And then go back to the line and, and think about the times in your life that have, have been very meaningful and fulfilling. So maybe a, a, a significant moment in your life that um, was a significant accomplishment and a significant um, fulfillment in, in your life. Um, one of the things that I can, I can just share from my own timeline was um, between the ages of 20 and 25, uh, when I graduated college, the significant moment in my life um, was, was right after I graduated, I also got my private pilot's license. And so that was a significant moment in my life. And one of the things that I drew from that moment, as I thought back to it, is not only was it something that I had dreamed about. So as a, as a boy, I would ride my bicycle over to um, a, a very small airport that we lived about two blocks away from. And I would go over and ride my bike over there. I'd watch the airplanes take off. I'd watch them land, and I allowed my imagination to visualize myself inside the cockpit of one of those one of those airplanes. And so, in doing that, um, and and actually completing my private pilot's license, that allowed me to 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 recognize that I could dream a dream, and I could actually execute and create it in reality. And so if there's ever been a time like that for you, I would, I would definitely put that on your timeline. But, but it, you know, it doesn't have to be um, a, a, a dream that's, that's realized. It could be just a significant accomplishment. There were also things on my timeline, like when I got married, um, when I had my first child, um, you know when uh, when when my my dad passed away and I had to step up and be the CEO of our of our company um, there are times like that in your life that when you look back and you see the the success that you 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 experienced those are moments when you can kind of look at and draw from and really be able to notice what you, what you what you what was fulfilling and what brought you joy, and what brought you um, excitement in that time of your life, and so I, I I want you to think about those times in your life when when you have some meaning and and it's generally positive things, positive, meaningful um, experiences, and. And then think about what did you bring to that moment? What happened, what strengths do you have or, or did you have and did you draw on? Why was it a high point moment for you? Um, just think about those different things and elements and experiences of your life. And as you do that timeline exercise, I would invite you to just journal a little bit about each one of those, those experiences. And, and then be able to um, do the next step. And the next step really is to tune into your longings and your discontent. So how do you tune into those longings? Um, and, and maybe even that your discontent. And, 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 and sometimes they're the opposite sides. You know, there's the law of polarity. For every left, there's a right. For every up, there's a down. For every longing, there may be a discontent as well. And so what are some of those things that you long for? What are those things that maybe you're feeling discontented in, especially when it comes to like the major categories of your life? For example, like your health, your, your relationships, your career, um, your time and money freedom. Just allow your imagination to come online. What's the picture that you're seeing? How does it feel? If you're a kinesthetic uh, learner, you know, maybe it feels like something. Um, if you're a visual learner, what does it look like? If you're a, a, an auditory uh, learner, what does it sound like? But immerse yourself in those, those, those things, that, those longings, that, that imagination that, that comes up for you. Imagine what, what it feels like, imagine what it looks like. Immerse yourself in all of those senses and you know for some of you it may have been some time really since you've allowed your imagination to run or to run wild and that's okay just take some time and i just encourage you to to block some time off uh, especially over the holidays take some time to be able to give yourself the space to allow your imagination to run and and to to lean into some of these these longings, and and maybe even the places that you're discontented. What would you love? What would bring you the greatest joy in in every one of those areas of your life? And then I would just encourage you and and really invite you to write it out in great detail. Don't, Don't think about the how. Just forget the how for right now. Capture the story. Capture the picture. Capture what the, the feelings like capture the, the, the moment and write that out. Does it give you life? Does it, does it make you feel alive? And, and, and is it in alignment with what really matters most to you, your, your values? And I guess I would ask yourself too, will it require you to grow? You know, so oftentimes, um, we, we think certain things, um, will give us fulfillment, but honestly, if they don't allow us to grow and they don't require us to grow, there's there's something missing. And so I would encourage you, obviously, on the In the Grow Space podcast, to, to think about what will require you to grow. Is your dream one that's gonna require help from a higher power? Um, you know, I, I, I come from a faith perspective and, and, and I know that each one of us are are spiritual individuals. We're spiritual human beings. We're, we're human beings having a, a spiritual experience. And, and so I want to encourage you to think about that higher power that, that will that will be needed for you, to be able to execute and, and, and live out that life. Now you, you can call it God, you can call it universe. It doesn't matter to me. Um, I, I, I come from a God perspective. And so I know that when I dream a big dream and I dream a dream that I know that it's going to take God to, to help me with man, then I know I'm onto something. And, and the other thing too is if you're dreaming a big dream and if you're using your imagination um, for, for the life that, that you'll love, will it bring good things and benefits to others? Because when we go beyond ourselves, when we go outside of ourselves, that's what brings real meaning and that's what brings significance. And I think, when I think of significance, That's what I equate to success. And it really, it doesn't, it doesn't require doing more. It honestly, it it, matter of fact, you know, it doing less is what's required, but doing less with more intention and more focus that makes all the difference in the world. And that makes all the difference in creating a life that you love. So As you begin to think about your goals, thinking about your aspirations and your objectives for 2024, I just wanna encourage you and invite you and cajole you to make sure that you're enjoying the journey because growth and and, and unlocking your potential, it doesn't have to suck, (laughs) it doesn't have to be a big chore, it doesn't have to be a grind, it can be fun, and it can be meaningful and it can be full of joy. So what does your less is more life look like in 2024? I would really love to hear from you. I would really love for you to shoot me uh, an email, david at DavidMcGlennon.com. Just let me know. Um, let me know um, what you think of this particular episode. Um, think. What do you think about um, living a life that you love and, and how you put it together. Uh, it honestly can really help you to, to create uh, a life you love by letting trusted others to know so that they can encourage you, so that they can uh, provide accountability, and also they can celebrate your victories with you. So I hope that that's really helpful for you today, and I hope, for, hopefully this is helpful for you in this season. Uh, but before we go, just I wanna encourage you, be sure that you subscribe. Uh, because we have some really great episodes coming up. I, I have to share with you that we've got a, a really great conversation coming up with a New York Times bestselling author, Mark Miller. Um, I, I just you, I know that you're going to want to hear this. Um, we also have um, an eye-opening session with um, Lou Calella and Sean Gibbon of the Exit Planning Institute. I don't know if you knew this or not, but um, there's a statistic, from the Exit Planning Institute that says that 50% of the business transitions are unplanned. Did you know that? I I, I can I can attest to it because um, my business transition was uh, unplanned. My dad died of a, of a sudden heart attack. And all of a sudden, then I became president and CEO of, of our organization. Um, so if you're a business leader, if you're a business owner, and you've been thinking about You know, planning your exit or your succession planning, you don't want to miss this episode. Um, And 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 honestly, if you don't think you're going to exit, (laughs) you you haven't thought that hard because you you're going to exit whether you like it or not. You know, sometimes we we say we want to we want to die behind the desk, but honestly, how sad is that? Why, Why would you want to die? You know, doing your business as opposed to just exiting your business with intention. I mean, that's what we've been talking about here today. So let's, let's play with intention. Let's, let's do our work with intention and, um, let's, let's live a life that we love. All right. We're going to have some great episodes in the new year too. So thank you for tuning in and until next time, remain in your growth space and be well.